Welcome to Fresh 107.9 FM. We educate, we inform, we entertain, we play feel good music. past 7 a.m. This is your feel-good radio, Fresh 107.9 FM. A great morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from. Today, Monday, the 11th of January, uh, 2020. 11 days gone past already, as far as the year 2021 (laughs) is concerned. Apologies for that. You know, uh, it takes a while for it to go away. Uh, But uh, it's a Monday, and um, usually, you know, Mondays come with this, um, all feeling of uh, not wanting to do anything, being lazy, saying the weekend is not enough. You need more than two days, you know, for the weekend. I know so many of us struggle to get out of bed on Mondays, but I don't know why that is. Uh, in fact, some have come out to say people don't like Mondays, but at the end of the day, Mondays are very important days. In fact, some believe uh, that uh, whatever happens on Monday uh, gives you an idea as to what could what would or could happen or what could be for the remaining days of the week i don't believe in that though because i believe that every moment every minute every second comes with 
its own opportunity. But of course, it is important to always have a great start. It's important to uh, make the best of the beginning of the week, which is this Monday. So, uh, if you're still one of those who, for some reason, is having issues getting out of bed this morning, or you are feeling like you don't want to do anything, please get out of bed, dust yourself up, have a shower, have a hot tea or coffee, whatever the case may be, and go ahead and have a great Monday. If you're out already, we should do very best this Monday. Stay safe, please. Wear your face mask. Avoid crowded places. If you're one of those that will be leaving the kids at home, make sure you are leaving them with the right people. Make all the appropriate preparations as we head out. I wish you the very best this Monday. Thank you for choosing Fresh 107.9 FM. It's time to find out the headlines on the dailies as we kick start another working week. It's freshly pressed this Monday morning. Fresh 107.9 FM, Abel Kuta, good morning to you once again. Thank you for joining us. This Monday is the 11th day in the month of January 2021. And this is freshly pressed this Monday. This is where we'll take a look at the headlines on the National Dailies. We do this Mondays through Fridays from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Uh, for those of you who've always been with us every morning, thank you for joining us. If you are just joining us for the first time, I don't know where you've been, but lucky you lucky us of course thank you for joining us as well uh, this morning wale bakar is my name and uh, mr samson akindele is on the program with me uh, this monday morning as always as we get set to take a look at the advance good morning mr sam good to see you good morning happy wale. new week happy new week um it's it's another monday second monday of the year mm. so uh whether we like it or not. Time flies. We got to rise are, up. Are you also having issues, you know, um, not saying 2021 and saying 2020 instead? I, I, I imagine for school children, they've not been in school in a while. I bet they'll struggle. To uh, you know, it, it happens when when you're in school, mm. you know, and you, you need to recite the date or write the date every day. Mm. I don't write I don't write date every day, so I, I really don't struggle with that. Uh, but, you know, once in a while, you won't ask yourself um, certain questions. Are, are we in 2020 or 2021 because mm. of what you have used to? So if you are used to writing dates on a daily basis, it will take a while, you know, for you to adjust to, to writing the, the correct year. Mm. All right. The Punch, The Guardian, The Pen Pushing Newspapers, The Premium Times, The Tribune. Uh, those are the usual suspects on the program this morning. Uh, quite a number of headlines to look out for. Let's um, get to mention them very quickly just before we get talking. Remember, 
uh, that you get a chance to be a part of it. Uh, Twitter at FreshFM at Berkuta. That's where you can drop your contributions. Uh, you can as well watch us live on Facebook and um, drop your contributions uh, via that avenue as well. The punch uh, with this headline, boldly written, talking about the reopening of universities. Remember that the NUC gave a directive last week asking varsities to reopen from January 18. That's next Monday. The punch says it is unsafe to reopen varsities now. COVID-19 guidelines absent. As according to the Academic Staff Union of Universities, a number of um, reps of ASU from various parts of the country saying that the schools are not ready. It is unsafe to reopen varsities now. COVID-19 guidelines absent. ASU is on the punch uh, this morning. Talking of the COVID-19, the Tribune says um, Nigeria's COVID-19 cases rise to 100,087 after 1,024 new infections. That is on the Tribune uh, this uh, morning. The Tribune also has this uh, report of uh, what the last week looked like for the country. It says Nigeria records 9,833 COVID-19 cases in seven days. Uh, that's the highest weekly record ever uh, is on the Tribune uh, this morning. Uh, they break down the uh, what the last one week was like and uh, cause, uh, the number of cases, number of deaths, um, sadly, and um, you know, a number of other things to look out for as far as the COVID-19 is concerned. The Premium Times also uh, with the latest numbers uh, there as well. They also have the weekly review. Uh, they say as COVID-19 spreads, one in every six Nigerians tested was positive. Uh, that's from the previous week. Uh, it's on the Premium Times. Uh, they also have the latest numbers, 1,024. That's a new figure reported by the Nigeria Center for Disease Control. Uh, while the numbers are rising, the number of states have continued to uh, make efforts to clamp down on those that are uh, flouting the COVID-19 protocols. First off, there's this sad one. Pastor dies from coronavirus. Uh, is on the Pempushing newspapers. Um, there's also uh, Lagos State Police Command commencing, commences impounding unregistered vehicles. Uh, that's right there uh, on the Pempushing newspapers. Stop managing coronavirus patients. Or your state government warns private health care providers. Is on the Pempushing newspapers as well this morning. There are a number of headlines, uh, aside from the COVID-19 on the Pempushing newspapers. Police brutality. Ogun State Judicial Panel visits alleged crime scenes. Is on the Pempushing newspapers as well uh, this morning. The Tribune. Nigeria is stronger together than being apart. That's according to Vice President Yemi Oshibajo. And then there's this other headline uh, is on the Tribune. Trump has a lot to learn from Buhari, says APC. Uh, that is on the Tribune uh, this morning. Umai Ingige Onu, present as our Aneze elects Obiozo, new president general, uh, is another on the Tribune as well. The Guardian with that report also autumn goes into isolation is on the guardian uh this uh, morning uh why we adopt ppp model in sale of public property by ganduje is on the guardian as well ondori state's commitment to quality health care akiri dolu makes case for modern military equipment state police 
are also on the Guardian. Why federal government must not be allowed to borrow unclaimed dividends is another on the Guardian. Serap threatens court action. It's right there uh, to look out for. The Guardian, uh, they also have some reports, latest numbers by as far as the COVID-19 is concerned. Uh, talking about how the numbers have, um, you know, uh, I've also uh, talking about the COVID uh, also is one of the biggest things we're talking about, despite the fact that it's a new year. Oil nears $56. FG may reintroduce fuel subsidy. Is on the punch. Is a report on the punch uh, this morning. There's this other report on the punch. Um, Electoral Act amendment won't guarantee free polls. That's according to INEC. Is on the point this morning. I'm sure we'll get to talk about that in a moment. Lagos impounds 100 motorcycles on restricted routes, also on the punch. NSAS, 2.5 billion naira lost to 95-day lucky toll gate closure. Uh, that's another uh, on the punch. There's this sad one. Boko Haram attacks Yobe community, bonds, schools, health center. Kogi gunmen kill Saudi-based oil expert after ordering last prayer. Is on the punch uh, this morning. There are a number of them to look out for. We'll get talking in a moment, but we'll take our very first break on the program and uh, return to take a look at some of these headlines that we've mentioned. Don't go anywhere. It's freshly pressed this Monday. <laughs> Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Today, Monday, January 11, 2021. Uh, well, the latest figures reported by the Nigeria Center for Disease Control is on many of the dailies uh, this morning. The Tribune, The Guardian, The Premium Times, uh, The Punch, The Pen Pushing Newspapers, uh, virtually all uh, with the latest numbers reported by the NCDC. Uh, Nigeria's uh, COVID-19 cases rise to 100,087 after 1,024 new infections. Uh, that is on the Tribune uh, this uh, morning. Lagos, at the highest of the cases, um, over half of it, 653 new cases in Lagos. Uh, Plateau followed that with 63. Benue, 48. Zamfara, 45. The FCT, 42. Rivers, 27. Ondo, Adamawa with 26 each, Kaduna with 22, Edo 18, Ogun 16, Imo 12, Kano 9, Yobe 6, Ekiti 5, Jigawa 4, and then Oshun 
with two new cases. 100,087, that's the number of um, infections so far. Uh, those that have been discharged, 80,030. A number of people that have died of COVID uh, in the country, 1,358. Uh, when you relate that with the previous day, that's eight more. Uh, than the previous 24 hours, as reported by the Nigeria Center for Disease Control. Uh, you'll be, uh, for those of you who have been following the developments, uh, you'll be shocked how, well, you'll be shocked the number of people that are losing the battle uh, to the COVID-19. Every other day, uh, you have, you know, there's just, there was a time when you would, re- Nigeria would report new cases, no new deaths, but that hasn't been the case in the last couple of days. Uh, there has been one or two or more people who have died of COVID. Pastor dies from coronavirus is on the uh, Pempushi newspapers. A senior cleric of the House on the Rock Church, Pastor Yinka Kimbami, has died from coronavirus complications. But it was not clear, as at the time of filing this report, whether he had underlying health conditions that contributed to his death. Pempushin reports that the death of the clergyman, which occurred on Saturday, was made known on a Twitter handle of another senior pastor of the church, Pastor Paula de Farasi, on Sunday. Uh, his words, yesterday, Saturday, I received the rude and shocking news of someone deeply dear to me and all of the House on the Rock family. The passing of Pastor Yenka Kimbami has become most painful because if there truly were good men, it was certainly one. To my brother, sleep well till we meet to part no more, de Farasi wrote. Um... Well, a number of others have been talking about the man. Um, just, uh, from a number of things said, amazing man. Pastor dies from coronavirus is on the pen pushing newspapers. Uh, that's uh, being talked about because there's someone, a number of people know. Trust me, there are so many other people that are losing their lives to COVID, and you know, uh, people do not know. No one is talking about it this much. Uh, from the NCDC yesterday, eight people uh, died in the last 24 hours. Uh, incidentally. Um, the talks about uh, people not obeying the guidelines and um, uh, exposing themselves to the risk of contracting the virus is on many of the dailies this morning. But there's this other issue. It's unsafe to reopen varsities now. COVID-19 guidelines absent. That's according to the Academic Staff Union of Universities uh, is on the punch uh, this uh, morning. Uh, well, it's right there to look out for the... Uh, branches of the Academic Staff Union of Universities on Sunday assessed COVID-19 protocols in the universities and said the institutions were not ready for safe reopening. The chapters of the union in separate interviews with the punch commented on the directive of the National Universities Commission that universities could resume on January 18 but must adhere to COVID-19 protocols in hostels and lecture halls. As we said, although its members were ready to start work, government had not put measures in place for safe reopening of the schools. Uh, the union chairman at the Abafemi Awolo University of State, Dr. Adiola Bedoko, in an interview said classrooms and hostel situations in universities did not in any way conform with COVID protocols. If further said no preparations had been made so far for the safe reopening of universities and urged parents to insist on safety uh, before reopening. Asu at the Federal University of Agriculture here in Abelkuta said the university was not ready to cope with COVID challenges. The chairman of Asu Finab, Dr. Adebayo Oni, in an interview stated, I quote, the lecturers' halls are overcrowded. The lecture halls are overcrowded, sorry. He says, as of today, that was yesterday, in my own campus, I have not seen any facility for hand washing. Who is to provide sanitizers? Do you expect lecturers to provide sanitizers for themselves? He asks. Fumigation of the environment from time to time should be done. How do you cope with students' surge? and the challenge of power supply. Oni said the union had observed that conducting physical lectures with students 
would be more disastrous. He described as alarming figure of COVID-19. He said it is definitely a threat to the resumption of academic activities. The fact is that under this circumstance and looking at the threat of the figure, going physical with students would be more disastrous. Conducting physical session, physical lectures with students would be more disastrous, his words. Um, he went on to say even online teaching also comes with its own facilities which are not readily available. We don't want to be pessimistic to say that it is not going to be workable. However, it is going to be at the risk of our lives and the lives of our students if the required facilities are not provided uh, by the government. And nothing on ground to show ATBU ready for resumption. Say lecturers, uh, we are concerned about second surge. Uni just asu. He goes on and on on the punch. Uh, this uh, morning, uh, the number of um, branches that were reached out to by the punch expressing the same scare, the same worry, uh, saying that the facilities are not available. Of course, uh, the instruction uh, by the um, Nigerian Universities Commission was reopen schools on the 18th, uh, confirm with all COVID-19 protocols in your hostels, in your lecture halls, and then there, there was a big question. Uh, was it going to be the job of the universities, the vice chancellors, or government was going to support? From what these lecturers are telling us, at, at the moment, they say that they don't think that there's anything to suggest that the universities are ready. Uh, the Asufinab chairman was even talking about hand washing. That, that should be the basic <laughs> of it all. And he's saying he hasn't seen that available at all. Although I know some would say, well... 18 is some days away. Maybe we'll begin to see some of these things. But according to the lecturers, at the moment, uh, these facilities are not available. Any surprise? Well, um, no surprises, except that if um, some people wants to maybe give us the eighth wonder of the world, then we'll now begin to see those facilities that are not there now. And uh, before Monday, we'll just begin to see them. I, I don't see that happening. It has always been uh, through audio services that the federal government have been delivering, you know, many of these speeches and things they want people to do. If you open up these schools, who is going to provide those facilities, those basic things? Um, if, you, if, if you are pushing it, which I, I suspect that's what the federal government will do. Government generally have been doing. Push it to the school authorities then at what cost? Who will bear the cost? It, it means that the cost might be pushed to the students, invariably their parents, you know, to make sure that they have more water that they've been, because they have to use more water that they've been using if they must wash their hands. So those hand sanitizers, well, you might say, okay, everybody should take care of himself. Bring your own, you know, uh, pocket size, and sanitizers, or if it's the, it's the VC's office, of course, the VC will know how to protect, you know, himself. But by and large, everybody must be able to take responsibility. Nobody really needs to die or get sick if we do the right thing. Whether government is going to provide these things or the school authorities, we've got to a stake that uh, we should argue less and we should agree more on the things we need to do to make sure that everyone is safe. I, I, I won't, I won't, you know, want to see a lecturer, for instance, you know, going down sick after resumption. You know what a lecturer going down sick will be or the, the kind of effect it's going to have on, on students. Same for any student that will, that will come down with COVID-19. It, it means 
the, the time that students will be away, of course, mm. you will have to do a lot of catch up. So, whichever way we look at it, everyone, you know, you are going back to school. You know, you should have not one, not two, not three. Uh, when it when you are talking about face mask, if you are going to make the cloth one, you want to you have the medical one, have them in your bag. The same thing for the lecturers because they will leave the uh, the, 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 the classrooms and go back to their families. So everyone, everyone must be responsible from government down to the students. Those, those people that even be that by the gate of the school, what, what would be their roles? So it's the time for the school management to sit down and form different strategies to make sure that if in case government will not do anything, which many of us doubt, what are we going to do as, as a management to make sure that even we are protected and we also make sure that the students are protected? Because uh, for, for, for a number of people, uh, immediately the announcement was made about the reopening of schools. Quite a number of people began to say, hopefully, uh, that um, small community, the mm. school, uh, would uh, there would be people taking more seriously uh, the COVID that would cases be more control compared to what we I, have I, in the I open doubt society. It. I doubt it. You know, it, it, having more control does not mean that we just imagine that oh, there should be more control. S- certain people said certain things about certain churches. That mm. oh, mm. the the churches they are more organized. And when some of us went around, we saw what happened mm. because. It's it's just business. I wish many many people in those churches, you know, were also hanging their nose masks on their shin, you know. So I think it's not about imagining it; it's about doing it. People people can get these things done if they put their mind to it. And it's the time the federal government, perhaps even state government, begin to let people see pictures. I, I, I need to commend here my colleagues who did that exclusive report from, I mean, TVC. On, they, they went to the IDH at Yaba and they did reports. They showed us people who were really sick. The deaths, they told us, some of those people that were there that have lost talking some about of people the people who were there. Right around them. Around them. I, I think that should be the next stage. Because... Some people are still, you know, just they are just contaminating people's minds about this thing. Oh, it's it's another government hoax. It's this, it's that. They want to use it to embezzle money. Is it now they 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 started embezzling money? If you are accusing anybody of doing that, whether COVID is there or not, they will still do, still do their thing. So why not just leave that aside and and be responsible for your own safety? So if government will change strategies. And, and let people see pictures. And what TVC did, they, they, they didn't have to show the faces, you know, of those who were sick. You know, professionally they did it, but you could still get the messages they tried to pass across. Mm. People are beginning to die more than we had, you know, in the first, uh, in wave. The first wave, you know, of, of this virus. So what are you going to do about that? You re- Nobody really need to die because... Even without vaccines, there are some things you can do, you know, to make sure that this thing does not come near you. So, is it difficult for you to do that? Or you think, oh, it's all about looking for what to eat. Um, Coronavirus cannot get to me. I do this, I do that. Hey, there is no time now to be the superman or the superhuman being. 
just do the little things that you should do. And of course, we, we expect that by the middle of this year, uh, we, we expect that this thing again will begin to come down. Perhaps the entire world will be able to flatten the curve elsewhere. Elsewhere, they are on total lockdown again. Mm. We cannot afford to lockdown again. The economy is already in bad shape. Incidentally, uh, places locking up or locking down are even places where there are a lot of um, vaccinations going on. Mm. In this part of the world where <laughs> you know what the situation is about. If, if, you, if, if some people, because they've not seen people dying around them. Mm. But from stories we get, look, a deputy governor of Lagos State lost his brother, who is a medical doctor. I just saw a story coming to the studio now. Pope, uh, Pope lost his personal physician. Now, these are these are popular people that you can track to maybe that's abroad. But we've we've been getting testimonies from people who have been to who, who have even been to this you know isolation centers coming out to say, look, this is what I went through. This is what is going on. So for once, I think what we need to do, school the, the schools must reopen. We can't we, we can't just shut down our lives. We have to learn how to live with it. And learning how to live with it also means that prevention, prevention, prevention should be what people, you know, should just move towards. That's how we can learn how to live with it till it goes. All right. We, we could go on and on about the COVID because okay, so the simple message, the crux of it, I mean, the gist of it is that we all need to obey these guidelines, uh, wear your face masks in public, avoiding crowded places. And of course, uh, obeying these other measures, washing your hands with soap and water and using your alcohol-based sanitizers. Moving on very quickly, Electoral Act Amendment won't guarantee free polls. That's according to the chairman of the Independent National Electoral Commission, Professor Mahmoud Yakubo, on Sunday, who said amending the Electoral Act without a commitment from stakeholders to do things differently cannot guarantee free and fair elections. Yakubu said this in an address delivered on his behalf by the INEC National Commissioner in charge of information and Voter Education Committee, Festus Okwe, at a three-day retreat of the Joint Technical Committee on the Electoral Act Amendment Bill 2020, which ended in Abuja on Sunday. The INEC boss expressed gratitude to the Senate Committee on INEC and the House of Reps Committee on Electoral Matters for working together to produce a new legal framework for the conduct of elections. However, said, I quote, it must be borne in mind that amending the electoral legal framework will not automatically guarantee or lead to improvement in the management and conduct of elections. The Constitution and the Electoral Act can only be effective through the action and inaction of the critical stakeholders in the electoral process. The Constitution and Electoral Act can enhance the electoral process if the electoral management body, political parties and electoral actors, the security agencies, the media and CSOs effectively play their roles. It goes on and on, Is on the punch. Electoral Act amendment won't guarantee free polls. That's according to INEC. Uh, this is somewhat similar to what some have said about uh, the country entirely when you talk about restructuring. There are a number of people who say, well, um, even after restructuring, if you still have this crop of leaders or politicians, that things might not be entirely different. Mm. And that's similar to what the INEC boss is saying, saying, mm. yes, we can tinker with the legal framework, we can work on the, uh, the body of work called the Electoral Act, mm. but uh, if uh, the uh, the actors are not going to be sincere, are not going to be responsible in their dealings, they might just be wasting our time. Who, who are these actors? Just, well, just, one, just one group of people. One. No, according to him, politicians, the media, CSOs. See, I'm not even looking at the media. Mm. I'm, I'm looking at the politicians. Because mm. they are the ones that will push information. 
many of them they will lie in fact they will mislead the media politicians did that story about uh, snakes invading or, or was it on Dawson? yes mm. you know they pushed that story to some of our colleagues and everybody fell for it you know they 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 lie a lot and that's where the media will have to be very careful but i'm saying the politicians because see <clears throat> it's like on the road you have bad road conditions everywhere in the country for instance and uh, you have people plying this road but through their bad attitude bad driving atti- attitude they they make the condition worse where you are not even supposed to to lose lives people people still overspeed and lives are lost all the time it's the same thing we have we we have a bad condition when it comes to <clears throat> electoral Sorry. matters or a condition that can be improved upon but because of the bad attitude of people who are supposed to make that condition better perhaps some of them are also benefiting from it you know where they still they, they still want rigging to take place they still want violence to continue they still harm their thugs and all that putting the law there is 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 not enough it's not enough look at look at what look at what happened in america recently with mr trump it is the attitude even even members of his own political party overnight turn against him even the vp turn against him attitude attitude if nigerian politicians will play by the rules by the time you you lay down all the all the regulations and all that and they will follow it then you, even the, the 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 evil you you see in INEC, that a lot of people wants to talk about INEC, you discover that you you won't see them anymore but the players themselves they have money they have the talks they have the bad mind to do all these things so by the time you finish with the electoral act whatever you still need another amendment mm. If I, a lot of people have been saying we should have separate court for even electoral Electoral offenses and all that. See, it's good to have them. But if we're not in this kind of situation, we won't be talking about it. So let the politics... I'm not saying, you know, having improved electoral act is not what we need. But it's not the only thing. It's not the only thing. All right. Uh, Very quickly. Why federal government must not be allowed to borrow and claim dividends is on The Guardian this morning. Serap threatens court action. The Social Economic Rights and Accountability Project Serap has advised the federal government to drop plans to borrow about 895 billion naira from unclaimed dividends and funds in dormant accounts using the patently unconstitutional and illegal finance act 2020 according to them in an open letter to president muhammad Bari, serap urged him to ensure full respect for nigerians right to property the letter was copied to the attorney general and minister of justice abubakar melamia minister of finance budget and national planning according to the group the finance act signed into law by president buhari last december would allow the government to borrow and claim dividends and dormant account balances owned by nigerians in any bank of the country but serap in a letter dated january 9 2021 and signed by his deputy director kolawa luluadari stated that the right to property is sacred and fundamental uh, part of the letter wrote, I quote, Borrowing unclaimed dividends and funds in dormant accounts amounts to an illegal expropriation and would hurt people and vulnerable Nigerians who continue to suffer under reduced public services and ultimately lead to unsustainable levels of public debt. Sarah further argued 
that the right to property extends. Uh, well, okay, I'll just keep that. They went on to say that borrowing is neither proportionate nor necessary, especially given the unwillingness or inability of government to stop systemic corruption in ministries, departments, and agencies, cut waste, and stop all leakages in public expenditure. Rather than pushing to borrow and claim dividends and funds in dormant accounts, your government ought to move swiftly to cut the cost of governance and ensure review of, review of Jumbo salaries and allowances of all high-ranking political office holders and address the systemic corruption in ministries, department agencies, as well as improve transparency and accountability in public spending. Uh, it's a long read. It's on The Guardian. Um, Serap's argument, uh, very, very, um, uh, what, what's the word now? Uh, familiar. Uh, mm-hmm. What <laughs> has always been the argument. Every time government comes up with these plans of we want to borrow this, we want to borrow that, there's paucity of funds, we need to do this to get money. Mm. The argument is always, do you really have to borrow? How about you look into what you're spending? Jumbo Pay, as we always say, um, you know, systemic corruption and all of this, which is what Serap is saying again. Well, that, that, that argument can continue. I, I mean... But it, it appears it's just something that a group of people or, or, or some Nigerians continue to say. Uh, those that it is being said to, appears to just look at it and say, we, what are we, you talking about? We, nah, because they, they, when you're in government, there's a way you see things that uh, other people's opinions might not matter. But one, one has to really commend Sarah for, for, for not sleeping. They don't sleep at all. They look at many of these issues and the issue statements. Sometimes you you might not want to agree with them. But if you have a group of lawyers like that, they, they, they also you know that they, all, they also have, you know, uh, deep minds to look at some of these issues. However, on, on, on this matter, talking about unclaimed dividends and uh, funds in dormant accounts and all that, I, I, my personal view is this. Ordinarily, ordinarily, it shouldn't be uh, an issue if government want to use such funds. And the, it's not as if they are taking the money away; they want to borrow, right? So if you are if you are taking such a money, such money, you have to return them with interest, maybe with interest. It, well, because the money are there, they are not even yielding interest. The dividends are not, they are unclaimed. Many accounts are done. Even some accounts, they have just as low as 500 naira there. And many of these, they, are run, they run into trillions of naira sitting there somewhere. So you, you can say ordinarily it will not hurt anybody. But when you look at <laughs> the way government runs things in this country, because there is no, no, nobody to, will even be there you know, to even find that, oh, you are using my money. And that is where Serap is coming out to say, look, by the time these people come back, would they find their money there? Will you, will you have used the money and returned it? Mm. That's, that's the argument. You know, I, 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 I shouldn't have just bothered. Okay, the money are there. Nobody is using the money. Let them use it. Uh, provide infrastructure. Do this, do that. But it's there. Again, like Serap argue. They are also not looking at cutting down the cost of governance. So it means borrowing the money, the money will go the way of other, other spendings you have done. That you, 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 really, you really have troubles, really telling people, oh, this is how this went. Are you going to use such money to also pay uh, 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 
salaries and emoluments of so many political, mm. you know, aids that you have. So that is that is the argument. But I, I tell you, if if the government will be accountable, such money can be used. Of course, isn't that the issue? Uh, yes, isn't it can be. It can be used. But isn't that but the, the question? question mark is, the question mark is on the, the sincerity, the accountability that a lot of people are afraid of. That look, these these people might not be able to account for this money because once this government goes, because the money will not be paid back in the life of this administration. If another government comes, it will be part of the 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 heavy load that the next government will have to carry. So, are you ready to, to really make Nigerians believe that if you take this kind of money, the money will, will, not, be, will not be lost? Look at the pensions fund, for instance. That is, that's, that's, that's also a very big argument. You know, so I, I think that is the question the federal government, they, can, they should come out and explain more. How do you intend, what do you want to use this money for? If you can explain that, how do you intend to pay back? The money, the money, the monies are there. They are not there. Nobody is claiming them. Does not, does not mean that somebody will not claim. Some of these claims you are talking about, the owners are dead. So if you are going to do that, is there a way you can use the money and still make sure that maybe the dependent, because that's, that's an issue. Another issue entirely that mm. a lot of people have money in banks. No other person. They are the only signatory. And somebody happened immediately like that. The person is gone. Who takes charge of the money? If the money is in, with CBN, what are you doing with it? Legally speaking, can you take such money? So, it, it, it Serap is a team of lawyers. They, they they will have looked at all the all the legal arrangements that you can use to do this kind of thing or not do it. And that's why the federal government must listen. It's not about them that uh, you cannot use the money. No, it's about you using the money to do what. Can you account for it? You know, while there is Serap, you say Serap is a team of lawyers. They're mm. looking about the they're looking at the constitutionality and all. Yes. There are some people whose business is you can't just keep giving these people chance to just you know take away funds, um, especially when we know when funds are available. If, what happens if, to if, them? If if they if they will use them, if, see, we have a lot of infrastructural gap in terms of infrastructural development. If if the government will use that to use money, the such money to provide infrastructure that will last for 20, 30 years, it is possible that such money will okay. not be wasted. All right. But the, the the way it is, it's it's difficult to convince even an ordinary man on the street mm. that this thing, this is this is the way it's going to be, and the man will believe you. So you need to come and come out more and speak, you know. To the people, the stakeholders, especially opinion leaders, mm. a, a, a group like Serap, government can engage them. That look, we 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 realize the point you are raising. Now, this is what we plan to do. Then Serap will be able to issue another statement and say, okay, now we've agreed. Or no, we are not convinced. Why federal government must not be allowed to borrow and claim dividends? Serap threatens court action. Is on the Guardian. Uh, this morning, uh, those are uh, that particular report you find on some of the other dailies as well. Uh, there's this other report is on the Pempishing newspaper. It says police brutality. Ogun State Judicial Panel visits alleged crime scenes. Now, the Ogun State Judicial Panel of Investigation on Petition Against Police Brutality 
Human rights violation and extrajudicial killings uh, started visits to alleged crime scenes towards ensuring that fairness and justice is served to all parties. Ben Bushin reports that the chairman of the panel, Justice Solomon Ulubemi, who led the who led other panel members, said the need for on-site assessment of the facility for proper investigation became imperative so as to ascertain and determine the veracity of claims of both petitioners and respondents. Um, during the course of giving evidence, several witnesses that came before the panel mentioned the former office of the defunct special anti robbery squad, Magbon, now in use by the new outfit, SWAT, and uh, Oba Correctional Center, among others, he stated. Uh, he said the panel visited the Locos in Co. somewhere in Alagada area of Oba in relation to an alleged extrajudicial killing by a police mobile officer, Sergeant Tunji Ademiegu attached to the new Abelkta Correctional Center, I mean service, or by facility sometimes in 2019. Uh, to inspect the security outposts of the Army, mobile police and correctional guards to gather useful information on how the runaway police sergeant could have successfully escaped. Uh, Pembuchi Vola reports that during the visit, two eyewitnesses, Alaji Sulaiman Talisu and Mr. Olufemi Waka in the Owasa at the scene, uh, at where Sergeant Ademiyegun was alleged to have shot the late Biola Adeyonju. Uh, they spoke with the panel, saying the officer shot sporadically after being drunk and the bullets eventually hit the diseased. Well, uh, well, from, from what we see, well, from that information gathered, it appears it was, it was a needed visit for the panel. Police brutality, Ogun State Judicial Panel visit alleged crime scenes is right there on the pen pushing newspapers to look out for uh, this morning. We'll take a very quick break and uh, mention one more or two more headlines and get to talk to you. Don't go anywhere, please. When the desirable becomes unavailable, then the available becomes the desirable. Now, the desirable is here. Brought to you by Aquifa Water Technical Services. The days of installing problematic boreholes are over. Aquifa is here to make your desired dreams of installing boreholes in the most seamless, technology-facilitated way a reality. They pride themselves on high integrity and professionalism with accurate and impeccable underground water survey. Their boreholes and installations are with up-to-date technology. You can also to count on them to help you maintain your borehole to make it long-lasting. All their equipments are from overseas. Do you have a borehole that is giving you issues or you want to install a new borehole? Contact Aquifa Water Technical Services today at OM68 Second Floor, Omida Shopping Mall Opposite Omida Market. Telephone 0803-521-9273 or 0815-568-7878 Aquifa Water Technical Services. We excel in borehole technology. Freshly pressed this morning. Just before we get to talk to you, uh, the Oaneze Indigo, uh, they have a new president general. And um, quite a number of things have been said about the election that produced uh, the new president general, uh, Professor George Obiozo. Uh, well, uh, he's a former Nigeria's ambassador to the USA. And uh, many of the headlines, The Guardian, for example, says rancor protests as Obiozo emerges new Aneze president. This is not Aneze we inherited, says Excribe. Factional group announces separate result. Abaribe, Utomi, Egu, Nebo, others call for another election. Obiozo promises to pursue peace, security, <laughs> development. 
is on the Guardian. Uh, the Punch also has it says contestants kick as Obiozo emerges on the Indigo president. Uh, that's on the point. It's everywhere uh, this <laughs> morning. Um, the pre- uh, Premium Times as well uh, with it. it says, Obiozo emerges new and is an Indigo president. Uh, it's, it's just everywhere <laughs> this morning. You, 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 well. see, you see what yeah. we talked about? We just talked about INEC, Electoral mm. Act and all that. Mm. This, that's an election not conducted by INEC. And you can see the way, you know, brothers, sisters, the way they are talking, talking as each other's shirts mm. over this kind of thing. Again, <clears throat> The gladiators, the actors, mm. you know, can they can, can they really can they really Play organize fair. themselves and be fair? Mm. You know, I, we are not saying anybody is not fair there, but with all the protests that I've monitored, the, even before the election, we the know kind of statements mm. that were coming out. You you ask yourself whether it's the kind of thing, but it's it's a human uh, uh, um, activity. Mm. Things like this are expected, but the the, the less of these we have, the more progress. We'll have as a people. All right, let's get to hear from you. 0815 432 1079. 0815 432 1079. And the COVID 19 pandemic, and then the setup. Uh, time and time again, uh, I think the true motive of the art of this government is being rigged and exposed uh, every day now, resulting in the suffering and abuse and then destruction of lives. If we must tell ourselves the truth, uh, so many professors have died now of COVID 19, and the ASU is now talking. Uh, that uh, we need so many students, even government not alone, to come and do the needful so that our students and pupils or children will be safe in schools, in their hostels and elsewhere too. And then the management of such schools or every other school, every university must come into play now. Now, yeah. fair up to federal government. Look, not everybody that owns those money are dead. It's not everybody that is late. Uh, even if they are late, what about their next of kin and addresses? Can they man- probably go after those addresses right. and then look for those that hold the money? Like right, myself, it's because of I wanted to take a loan. I run away from one bank to another. I left my money there. <laughs> huge amount of money. Ah. Would they touch it? I wonder if they touch it. Thank you very much. Let's go and take the It's so clear. Well, the guy needs to do the road to you. Hello, good morning. Hello. Yes, good morning. Uh, Wale, good morning. Mr. Samson, good morning. Morning, sir. You have so long on the line. Mm. There is this fundamental issue that I want us to look at. Now, please, the issue of Amote Kunin Oyo, you remember, I don't know whether on Friday or Saturday, Friday, when one of the paper, in fact, two, were reported attack Fulani in Now, only for us this morning to now get the details of what happened. Why Nigerian press? Why are we doing this for ourselves? Who do us this thing? Look, in one of the papers this morning, they even said that they even arrest one of the king teams of Krishnapa. In those areas, why are we like this? 
to right. let's stop this for Christ's sake. Is today? It's not meant for one person. Every will fall. It's not meant for one person. Why right, do we so. want to destroy this country for Christ's sake? All right, Mr. Solomon. I know you could go on and on. I know you could go on and on. I I, I totally understand your worry there. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. Good morning, Morning, my name is Paul Uli. I'm calling from Adopta. Mm. I, uh, yes, sir. I don't know why you are patronizing the central, the central government. How? It loads. We are patronizing them. They're not saying it exactly as it is. Mm. Is it this kind of uh, administration that you will give people's money to? An administration that borrows money so that they can give to the House of Assembly uh, to the legislators while they have billion to spend at will to eat uh, big in, in Asurok. What are they doing? Are they building heavy load rail line from, from Apapa, from Tinkan Island to Kami? Are they building that? Are they building rice mills? Are they building palm oil mills? Are they are they are they doing anything that will generate more to pay to pay loans? If you allow them, the we will borrow borrow your salary. They are borrowing money to pay us so that is not going to school. They are borrowing money to wait. And they are patronizing them to borrow on 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 Miss Ani, are you are you saying are you saying that because this government might not be able to justify why they are borrowing, it is not right for them to borrow? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Isn't that what Mr. Samson said? <laughs> what did you say? Isn't that what Mr. Samson said? No, he said that partially. Okay. <laughs> All right, Mr. Ani. I don't want us to go. Well, you said it. You said it by saying he said it partially. Let's let's Mr. Oni, let me let me say this to you, Mr. Oni. Thirty seconds because <laughs> it's it's obvious. It's obvious you you I think you already decided what you want to say this morning. Mm. So no matter how I I say what I say, you you that will really you not matter to you. <laughs> you know. So <laughs> if it's obvious you didn't follow my drift, mm. and um, I have no apologies for that. Thank you. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. My name is Honorable Larry Daddy. I just calling from the People's Parliament in America. Yes, I want to quickly say on the COVID of the thing, we need to observe all the protocols. But the lockdown of the thing is not something that will go down very well with all Nigerians. There are so much economically incapacitated presently. Knocking us down will be a very terrible thing to all Nigerians, you know, in terms of their economy. But notwithstanding, people really need to follow the protocols and make sure they observe all the protocols of COVID-19. Mm. Good morning, Mr. President. Good God bless you. you Let me allow that to be right, Thank you. Okay. Very good morning. Hello, good morning, yes. Wally. Good morning to you. Good morning, Samson. Morning, sir. I'm wide. I'm calling from Abelkuta. Uh, right, Samson, I'm, yes, we're on the same page on the issue of uh, that uh, uh, dormant uh, account and the uh, fund okay. in our various banks that federal government wants to borrow. I, I don't know why why we need something in place if truly they will use the money for what they, they, are, they are saying they will use it for. Mm. I don't know why they, they be, I, I do fund. And nobody will be using it. And we, the federal government needs money if they know they will refund the person. And the federal government has come out to tell us that if anybody comes up to tell us that they want to get their money, they will refund the money immediately. So why 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 should we be saying oh because they will pay national assembly well, now? Uh, well, Mister, uh, Mister, 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 Mister,
That's always what. There's always been this trust deficit, exactly. so you could understand why some other people would believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with you, but we should we should give that the benefit of doubt hmm. to our government. We, should, we will not continue to be doubting them. If okay. we continue to be doubting them, they will even not do anything. All right, if that Mr. is what we want to see. Right. And let me say this: I, the same offense that that government will be committing, some state government will. Be blaming, castigating federal government and be silent uh, on the issue of uh, state government. Mm-hmm. Now we are talking of the size of government. Mr. Oni said uh, they, they, they will be using the money to pay the national assembly. But Mr. Oni has also said on this program that government, the state government should continue appointing people. That is a national cake. Yeah. People should come I, into I the I government remember. and enjoy it. I remember. He said, his, money. he said his job for the boys. I remember that. <laughs> Hello, good morning. Good morning, Wally. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? Yeah, this is Apostle Taiwan. You know From Chapter Nahera. Talk to us. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Well, darling, for how long shall we continue to borrow money? Mm-hmm. The cost of governance in this country is too much. Let us reduce the salary of this. It is the only this politician eh? that are gopping our money, that are putting their money in their pocket. Reduce the, 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 the salary, emoluments, and so on and so on of these politicians. Then we have, we have money in the country. How can somebody be earning millions of dollars every Hello? I think it's still there. Hello? No, we lost the call, but, but but we got bulk of his point uh, because uh, very uh, very clear what he had to say. I know Tony Boadishino on Twitter says, "Going by what they've done with the money borrowed so far, borrowing is now part of corruption strategies in government. With these, they create more complexities for the future government. They can raise funds by drastically cutting down their, he says, crazy salaries." Akredi Camille says, good morning, Fresh FM. It's fundamental to curb community transmission before universities are reopened. Any prevention strategy based on personal responsibility and expectation that students will never cluster or attend parties is bound to fail. It goes on to say, Nigerian government, if given the chance at this rate, will borrow from anybody. For goodness sake, such action tends to kill the banking business. Our Reverend Zachariah says Igbo uh, should please take it easy with their new leader. He <laughs> says cooperate with him. Nigeria, I don't like the way you are borrowing money almost every year. Find another way out, he says. Alicia Gumai Kobasan just says, let the dead rise and fight for themselves if we cannot stop the government from borrowing or claim dividends. <laughs> Given the nature, the manner and the way things are done in Nigeria, the lack of accountability and transparency, the retirement savings of debt should not be touched. He says, uh, Paul Oni says, I follow you keenly, but what I mean, oh, he's back on Twitter. You should have eat the matter. Other. Okay, all right. He's saying you. Mr. Oni. Again, he's saying you said it partially. Please. Larry I said says, it partially, but you I listen str- to that. I strongly agree <laughs> with the INEC chairman position. Desperate politicians will always be looking for shortcut to win election. There should be special court to adjudicate on electoral offenses committed by the politicians. All right. That's the program this morning. Just before we wrap it up, uh, boring. Oh, yeah, I think we took that on Twitter. It's also on Facebook. <laughs> uh, great to know you're following, uh, joining us on Facebook, and of course, dropping your comments on Twitter. Thank you very much uh, for investing your time with us this morning. Mr. Akindele, thank you for telling us things partially. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me. God bless Nigeria. That's the program this morning. Please, as we go about our businesses, stay safe, wear your face masks, obey these protocols, and hopefully, 
we'll all be fine. I always say, stay safe for yourself and, of course, for your loved ones. Many thanks to Mustafa Ozen, who's in the studio with us this Monday. Wale Bakar is my name. Good morning. From the rock city of Nigeria, rock city of Nigeria, this is Fresh 107.9.